0: Good morning. I'm Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM. I'm so pleased to have as our in-studio guest today a good friend of mine, Mr. Mike Wall. He's the executive director of the Greater Newark Enterprises Corporation as our in-studio guest today. Mike, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you, Gunter. Good morning.
0: You know, thank you for you know interrupting your very – I mean, when I say a very busy day, he just ran from one meeting, he's going to run to another meeting. But before we get into GNEC – Tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to the Greater New York Enterprises Corporation.
1: Sure. Absolutely. My pleasure. And thanks for having me again, Darrell. Um, So my background comes out of the banking world. Uh, Mm -hmm. Prior to joining GNEC two years ago, I had spent the last 16 years in banking, Uh, most recently uh, leaving Capital One Bank uh, as a senior vice president regional manager that covered basically the retail footprint from the Newark, New Jersey area all the way down to Richmond, Virginia. Um, I have uh, my Bachelor of Arts from Drew University in Madison, New Jersey uh, and uh, really kind of stepped into banking backwards. I had a political science degree, uh, was looking for different opportunities that may be out there and trying to apply my liberal arts education and really found a very unique opportunity using you know, what I think is still one of the least-known resources on college campuses being the Career Center. Um, I think a lot of college students hear about it, know about it, but they really don't understand how they can use it um, to further their careers. And I happened to stop into my own Career Center at Drew and found an advertisement for management training program with the Bank of New York. Uh, And after about uh, four or five interviews going back and forth between New York City, uh, secured a position there. Uh, And that started my 16-year career in banking. And one of my initial reasons for getting into it is, you know, I considered banking as very much a transferable skill. And it was something, whether I was going to carve a career and niche out of it for me or not, it was something that I saw I could pull information from and I could use in my collective to continue
0: to move me forward with wherever my ventures took me. And... How did you come about to the Greater Newark Enterprises Corporation? So about two
1: years ago there was some restructuring that was going on at Capital One and they were re-looking at the way they wanted to do their banking network. Uh, and at that time I chose to take uh, a package and leave the banking field and explore new horizons and new opportunities. Um, and after about a, a couple of months of searching and seeing what was out there and what was on that horizon it was uh, very interesting. My uh, I came home from a, a meeting one day and like you had referenced earlier, I have a lot of meetings, and I, mm-hmm. I do a lot of strategic partnering with people, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Uh, I came back from a couple of different meetings, and my wife said to me, so how was the day? And, you know, are you moving the ball forward? and Any new prospects on the line? And, you know, at the end of the conversation, she, she ended with a, a great question, and sometimes we're all too close of it to it to really understand. You know, the whole analogy, you know, you, you can't see the forest through the trees, And she said to me, is there any way that we can get paid for all these meetings and advice that you're giving people? And it it was absolutely an Edison light bulb moment for me because as a banker, that was always part of my value add to my clients, was that that ability to connect them to other sources, to other strategic partners, uh, to listen proactively to what their challenges were and try to offer possible solutions for them. And not realizing that, that's consultancy, and I should be doing that. So I formed my own consultancy group, Wall Ventures LLC, uh, through which I consult small businesses and non-for-profits basically around the world. Um, And in that role, I had been reached out to by the former executive director of GNEC, who was transitioning out and taking a new role at Xavier University in an entrepreneurship uh, leadership role. And he had uh, reached out and said, would love to have you come over here and take a look and report back to the board and what you think the opportunities might be for the organization uh, to go forward and I consulted with the organization for about three months and gave them my report uh, at the end which they accepted and then they turned and asked me if I'd be interested in becoming the executive director so again you know all things happen for a reason Uh, sometimes the path is not clear to us when we start out on it and we have to be a little more open-minded to what those options may hold for us, uh, and the Greater Newark Enterprises Corporation has turned out to be, you know, I think a true diamond in the rough. Uh, and with the help of a lot of really smart people and devoted people and an outstanding board and staff, we've really been able to refound our, fort, our foundation, rebuild our foundation and, and really start to emerge from a very much an economic downturn to really prove to all again the resource that we can be for the community, especially for the small business community.
0: How long has the Greater Newark Enterprises Corporation been in, been, been in business?
1: So Greater Newark Enterprises Corporation was founded in 2005 and okay. began lending in 2007. Uh, since 2007, the organization has lent, either directly or indirectly, over $2 million to minority-owned, women-owned, disadvantaged-owned businesses in the greater Newark area. And let me just say, so greater Newark area for us actually encompasses seven counties in New Jersey, Monmouth, Middlesex, Union, Essex, Hudson, Bergen, and Passaic. Wow. Typically, we find ourselves in the urban centers within those communities, being we are a certified development financial institution. The acronym, the acronym is CDFI. Mm-hmm. And through that charge, we are looked to deliver. They look for us to deliver you know, upwards of 70% of our resources to that segment, the minority-owned segment, the women-owned segment, the disadvantaged-owned segment. So whether it's through our micro-loan program which we do loans up to $50,000, from 1000 to $50,000 for up to five years in term, no lines of credit, no grants, or through our Urban Entrepreneur Development Institute, which is an eight-week training program that we walk entrepreneurs and small business owners through very much a feasibility approach. So do I have the right fundamentals in my business to take it to the next level? Is my business a go or no go? Regardless of the stage, you could have come up with the idea for your business last night at the dinner table, or you could have been in business for 10 and 20 years. You could be in the healthcare sector. You could be wanting to open up a kiosk in a mall or Penn Station. For us, it really doesn't make a difference. The material is transferable. Uh, all the lessons are taught in a peer-to-peer group setting, which I think is one of the best ways for entrepreneurs to learn. One of the things that we say all the time is that entrepreneurs need to be around other entrepreneurs. There's a mindset, there's a thinking, there's an energy, there's, there's that, you know, possibility solution atmosphere. You know, instead of just seeing the hurdles and the challenges, it's seeing the opportunity, which sometimes in the corporate world, you know, kind of gets extinguished. You know, it's kind of we need you to only do x and just do x and that's fine. And you could be the best person at doing x in the world but maybe you like the other letters of the alphabet too and that's where that entrepreneur juice and skill comes from and you know for me great managers great leaders identify those other letters that are there and really work with you to try to pull that out and give you those opportunities and it's when people continue to try to put people only into segments or silos that i think you know that starts to adversely affect companies and or businesses you know, whether it's in morale or in production, um, and limit what their horizon is. So, again, at, at GNEC, we really try to be that urban resource, you know, providing capital solutions for small business owners out there. Uh, and whether it's, whether it's connecting them through our own microfinancing, working with them through our own consultancy programs or training programs, or connecting with them
0: through other partners or partnerships like, that we have like how we first met exactly exactly and um, your clients I I assume that your clients are they run the range from people who have uh, restaurants people who have clothing stores uh, but but share with our audience the type of folks that you're working with in your in your programs sure Uh, and the types of businesses so I think probably two
1: years ago when I first started it would be more it would be easier for me to identify the typical client who would come through the doors of gnec within the economic downturn of the last 2 years it's really expanded our clientele base we're now um never surprised by who may or may not walk through our doors or contact us via email or you know via the phone uh, we've done loans within the last couple of years for people who are o- opening co-working spaces We've done loans for people who are, um, they've written a book and they want to turn it into a movie. We've done loans for people who want to open up training schools. We've done loans for people who want to open up catering shops or restaurants. We've done loans for individuals um, looking to expand their own product-based businesses. So we've gone, as I said earlier, from healthcare and high tech, all the way down to basic retail and kiosk. Uh, and, and it's run the entire spectrum. Now again most of the folks that we do end up dealing with, and in fact over 90 percent of the folks that we end up providing services to are minority based. Um, over 75 percent of the loans that we make are to folks who are minority based. Uh, that's really who we are and who we're trying to, to work with. We're, we're really, so for anyone out there who feels the frustration from the bank that you're looking to get a business started, or you've been in business and you just need that little extra capital room, and they're saying no because your credit score is not good enough, or your collateral's not there. GNEC could be a resource for you. We try to find a way, and I know this isn't proper English, but we try to find a way not to say no. <laughs> so how can we try to make things happen or give you the
0: information that you need to be better prepared to make it happen? Now, I know you're affiliated with the Rutgers program. That's how we met through the, the, the Rutgers uh, Entrepreneurial uh, Pioneers Initiative. Um, but I'm curious as to why you're not involved with Seton Hall University, my uh, undergraduate alumni. <laughs> so so I,
1: I actually will tell you this, that most recently... I have been named to the advisory board at Seton Hall Stillman School for ah. the market research board. Excellent. With Excellent. Professor Professor Adam Warner. Yes. Um, okay. So, and I have had further conversations with some of his colleagues in the entrepreneurial department okay. to see what else we may or may not be able to do there. Um, We've actually uh, marketed out in, via our social media mm-hmm. uh, your most recent uh, Pirates Pitch yes. program that mm-hmm. happened. Yes, so yes. We, yeah. uh, we we tried yeah. to put some further light on that mm-hmm. and would welcome the opportunity to try to see how we could
0: both be resources for each other. Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm an adjunct faculty as well in the Stillman School of Business. Have you met the dean yet? Yes, I have. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Excellent, 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 excellent. So whatever, whatever I can do as a pirate to uh, to move it along. No, okay. most definitely. It'd be
1: welcomed and appreciated. And, and actually, it, it's one of the business lines that, as executive director at g that I'm further exploring. Because, I mean, you, you mentioned the partnership and the Consultancy that we did with Rutgers and their yes. Entrepreneur Pioneer Initiative.
0: Yes.
1: So GNEC tries to do whatever we can to mitigate the costs of our programming to our clientele. Mm-hmm. So for our eight-week training program, we only charge one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh, wow. For eight weeks, which re- in that class meets once a week mm-hmm. for three hours. Wow. So if you do some simple math, there's 24 hours of consultancy at $125, so roughly $5 an hour. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to yeah. get that anywhere. No. So yeah. for us at GNEC, we rely on mm-hmm. the largesse of our sponsors,
0: mm-hmm.
1: of the community at large, of those that are interested in furthering economic development and right. moving the ball forward. Um, And one of the things that we've done Mm -hmm. via Rutgers Mm -hmm. is joined forces with other programs, other universities, where we can actually get paid market rate for our services and our consultancy instead of the discounted non-for-profit rate that we're looking to charge our clientels. because we know they're the ones that are economically distressed. Mm -hmm. And the more that we can help them save the money on the front end, the stronger it can hopefully make their businesses. You know, so so outside of, you know, general support and Mm -hmm. grants and foundations, and we have some fantastic partners, including including the Prudential Foundation Mm -hmm. and and most of the major banks in Mm -hmm. the area, Mm -hmm. um, it, it really comes down to... You know, making that ask. And, yeah. and you can ask anyone. I'm not afraid to ask for the money. Right. You
0: know, and, and sometimes it's the hardest thing as an entrepreneur. As a, you have a luncheon coming up, correct? A we do. luncheon. We and do. there's a sponsorship program there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Which we've had good discussions Absolutely. on. Right. That's yep. right. And we're, we're counting right. on. And, and and tell us about that. That's coming up in, in June. Tell us about the program, um, the objective of the program. It, it's dual-faced. One is to. Uh, I guess, uh, recognize success. But also, it's a fundraiser for you as well.
1: Absolutely. So on June 14th, mm-hmm. uh, on the campus of NGIT right here in Newark, uh, we will be hosting our uh, Opportunity and Awards breakfast. This will be our third oh, one. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, it'll go from... Roughly 8 a.m. till about 11.30 noon. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are uh, ad journal spots available. There's vending that's Mm -hmm. available. There's Mm -hmm. networking that's part of it. Mm -hmm. And through the breakfast, what we really try to do is we really try to celebrate entrepreneurship. We really Mm -hmm. try to celebrate those business stakeholders Mm -hmm. in and around the area, those small business owners that are making a difference every day. This year we're very proud to uh, be able to recognize Mm -hmm. uh, both the Prudential Foundation Mm-hmm. And NorC UEZ, the urban enterprise zone, right here in mm-hmm. Olin Letman. And the, the great work both of those organizations mm-hmm. are doing for small business owners and let, let, let me take a brief step back mm-hmm. and just talk a little on small business because right. mm-hmm. it, 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 it's very much a hot topic mm-hmm. you know throughout the country mm-hmm. uh, and one of my challenges with small business is the definition of small business. Right. So That's via right. you know the Small Business Association mm-hmm. anything under ten million dollars in revenue and under five hundred employees mm-hmm. is considered small business. Mm-hmm. My challenge there is that's 90% of the country. Right. The clientele that we work with, mm-hmm. we would designate as micro-business. Exactly. So mm-hmm. under five employees. Right. Under a million dollars in revenue. Right. That's the vast majority of mm-hmm. the clientele mm-hmm. that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, and through the breakfast, we look to recognize mm-hmm. you know, participants who have shown an acumen, who have shown that resiliency mm-hmm. to move forward in the face of, adversi- of mm-hmm. adversity and or be a strategic agent partner mm-hmm. for helping us as an organization move forward. And you know, the, the, there's, there's two gentlemen that we'll be honoring, uh, Dennis Thomas from mm-hmm. Fish Window Cleaning mm-hmm. and Francis Davis from F&J Salon. Uh, Francis is a graduate of our Spanish training program, okay. the IDUE, mm-hmm. and Dennis is a graduate of our English program, mm-hmm. the UEDI. Uh, And they've both been nothing but stalwarts Mm -hmm. of GNEC and Mm -hmm. putting the message out and extending that throughout the community. Mm -hmm. So, again, the breakfast on June 14th Mm -hmm. at NGIT will be a celebration of not only those that are sponsoring, but those who are participating and receiving the benefit of those sponsors Uh, You can visit our website, uh, Mm gnecorp.org for more information. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, vendorship is available. Mm -hmm. Last year we had over 50 vendors, Uh, and for those that are listening now, uh, if you respond back by May the 6th with your interest in becoming a vendor, Mm you can get a vendor table if you are uh, a small business, Mm -hmm. uh, so a Mm -hmm. minority-owned, women-owned, disadvantaged-owned business, our normal rate's $150. Mm -hmm. You could get a a table and two tickets for $100. A
0: table and two Two tickets. tickets. A table. So it's a vending table, a
1: six-foot vending table. That's a deal.
0: So you'll get
1: get your breakfast. You'll Mm -hmm. get a spot in our Mm -hmm. e-journal. You'll get an opportunity to talk and work with 40 to 50 other vendors plus anywhere from two to 300 other participants. Mm -hmm. So we all know that one of the biggest challenges for small businesses is marketing Mm -hmm. because that's really not Mm -hmm. an expense item Mm -hmm. that a lot of them can do. And we all try to do it on a shoestring or we all try to do it via social media. And the problem there is that, is your audience listening there? And if they're not listening there, don't just do it to do it. But here's foot traffic. Mm -hmm. Here are people here are connections, here are funders, here are resources. Mm -hmm. Here's a great opportunity for Mm -hmm. you to get involved. And for those that can't be there or Mm -hmm. can't take that, Mm -hmm. you can actually take out ad journal space Mm -hmm. and have that go out Mm -hmm. You know, um, and we have different pricing for a a third of a page, a half a page, or a full page. We also have other sponsorship opportunities available Mm -hmm. out there for larger corporations who really want to further support. So, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the banks that are out there who may want to come in at a silver sponsor or a gold sponsor or a platinum sponsor. Mm -hmm. And in the past, we've had everybody from City National Bank as a platinum sponsor Mm -hmm. to Uh, Citibank. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had gold sponsors that have included Capital One and have included PNC and have included Prudential. Mm Mm-hmm. Silver sponsors have included Investor Savings Bank right. and right. Um, there's there's so many of them. The Provident Bank, who's been fantastic mm-hmm. with us, and mm-hmm. you know a lot of the small business owners, MZM Construction, right, Noble Construction, mm-hmm. you know that have really stepped up and risen mm-hmm. to the occasion and said, you know what, this is important not only to my business mm-hmm. and not only to me, but it's important to my community. And, and that's why we do the small business breakfast, that's why we do the award ceremony, and you know, we're happy to do that. And you know, I encourage anybody out there, even if you're not interested in vending, even mm-hmm. if you're not interested in a sponsorship, you can attend the breakfast and network individually right. for $20. Right. You get a breakfast, you get a chance to network, and who knows, maybe you find the connection that helps you open the business, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or maybe you find that job that you've been looking for for a business that's there that needs your skill set. Right. So why not take advantage of it? And again, visit us
0: at you know org mm-hmm. right. to find out more. Now, um, the, the the local churches in the area do they participate with uh, Greater Newark, uh, so enterprise corporation? So it's a great question, and we've had some
1: very good conversations with the folks over at Positive Community, the magazine, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. about trying to do some things in those mm-hmm. lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, the two-year time period that I've been here, we've really taken a very strategic approach mm-hmm. to reformatting the organization mm-hmm. and the business, remarketing, mm-hmm. rebranding ourselves, right. uh, reestablishing the, the local funders mm-hmm. and get everything up in the programming. Uh, that's one of the areas where we've had some discussion, mm-hmm. but nothing concrete as of yet. Right. So uh, I'm... I'm optimistic, but I
0: own that as much as anything else, mm-hmm. as still mm-hmm. being an area in a mm-hmm. in a vein that needs to be tapped. Well, I mean, I give you an example: the pastor over at Metropolitan Baptist Church. I know for years he had talked about having training for uh, you know folks in, the con- in his congregation to get them ready for business. And it seems to me that instead of a, a, a church uh, trying to recreate the will, just tap into. The, the programs that are here.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And if you can help with an introduction there. Pastor Jefferson,
0: have, and, absolutely. And have further mm-hmm.
1: conversations, that would be great. And I mean, that kind of gets right back down to what I had mentioned earlier about the mm-hmm. consultancies. Mm-hmm. You know, where we can find other strategic partners and put some things together. Um, we actually do a loan program mm-hmm. where we underwrite loan applications for businesses over at the Economic Development Center at NGIT. Uh, they have a pool of money that they had secured years ago. Uh, And as much as they are an economic economic development center and they have 90 plus businesses, one of the largest in the country, that are all housed there, one of their difference makers is that they are the only incubator in the state that has a, a loan pool solely designated for companies within the incubator. So if you're not in the incubator, you can't tap into right. these low-cost funds. Right. So here's an opportunity where they had the money but they're not experts in underwriting. Mm-hmm. So they've partnered with us who mm-hmm. are experts in underwriting. Right. So we can do the underwriting for their clients and at the completion of the loan, GNEC receives a fee mm-hmm. for the underwriting that we provided. So again, trying to find those strategic partners, right. you know, who has the resources that you need, mm-hmm. what, what are the strengths that you bring to the table that mm-hmm. somebody else needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's part of what
0: I look at and the challenges that we try to tackle every day. Right. Right. And, and, and what do you see as the, the, the next three critical things that GNEC needs to do over the next 24 months? to take it to the next level.
1: No, it, it's a fantastic question and, and we have this dialogue within our board meetings, you know, um, almost on the quarter, is to see where we are and, and what's the next hurdle or opportunity that's out there. And with with last year, um, we were recapitalized. So last year we secured a million dollars in new mm-hmm. funding, solely meant to be lent back out. Mm-hmm. So between a $500,000 facility with the Prudential Foundation and a five hundred thousand facility via New Jersey Economic Development Authority, we have a million dollars in new money to go out. Now, with that, the average loan in our portfolio was only about fifteen thousand dollars. So that million dollars can go an awful long way right. for the clients that we have right. out there. All but it is a loan. So that's a million dollars in new lending responsibilities that we took on administratively yeah. that we have to pay back. So it's mm-hmm. it's. Number one of those three, deploying those funds effectively, okay, uh, in the areas in which we're charged and the people in mm-hmm. which, you know, will hopefully pay it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is, you know, further market our organization within the seven counties that we cover. You know, traditionally we've done a lot of our programming, the majority of our programming, right here in the city of Nork. Um, and a lot of the folks in not only Nork, but Essex County. Mm-hmm. Some in Lower Hudson County mm-hmm. know us and know of us, but as you go further out from that circle, we're lesser known. Right. So how do we more effectively market our organization? Uh, and then the other thing, the program that we started two years ago, and is it, and actually building up some very good momentum for us, is our Spanish program, our Spanish training program, mm-hmm. which uh, you know we've hired some outstanding consultants, and we've brought on some bilingual staff, and it was really one of the areas when we did our own SWOT analysis to see who's delivering what services in the area and who's not that we were able to identify that with the Latino population growing at such a rate and especially the small business ownership growing at such a rate, who's delivering services? And when we really weren't able to identify people that were continually delivering a program that was more than a one-off, and was more than just a one-day seminar, You know, it was very few and far between, so we went in, you know, we pushed all the chips in and said, we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's really started to pick up, and we actually have uh, both of our classes are going on right now. In our Spanish program class, I think there's 21 currently in the class. Mm -hmm. the English program, I think there's currently 18. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those programs will end up uh, this coming May. Uh, then we'll have the breakfast in June, and mm-hmm. then we won't start the training programs again until mid-September. Mm-hmm. We've tried to do them in the summer in the past. It's always hit or it's miss tough. for who's going away, who's right. not around. Right. Um, but I mean, and, and then we just continue to be listeners for our community to hear what their needs mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the most pressing needs that we continue to hear on every level is for funding and financing. Mm-hmm. We're actually doing a joint program. Uh, this April 23rd -hmm. on the campus of NJIT at 10 o'clock in the morning, Uh, the fee is only $10, Uh, to come in and listen to a panel of financers. Mm -hmm. And it's not only GNEC, but we'll actually have a loan officer from City National Bank, Mm -hmm. Uh, we will have someone from the EDA, Mm -hmm. Uh, we will also have uh, Brian Meese who is actually the co-founder of Rocket Hub Okay. who is one of the top 100 crowdfunding sites in the country, uh, and, as well as an individual who works, uh, Chip Parmale, who works in placing ANGEL in VC funding. Mm-hmm. So you know, a lot of our audience may or may not hear the buzz, buzzwords about crowdfunding or ANGEL or VC and what's it all about. And if you're one of them and you have those questions, it's a great event for you to attend. It's mm-hmm. only about two hours from 10 a.m. to about noon. On the twenty third. That's ten bucks. It's at two eleven Warren Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. You you get a little breakfast. You get to network.
0: Oh, you didn't say then, anything about breakfast. Get yeah, breakfast well, too. Well, <laughs> For me, coffee breakfast is the a muffin and a cup of coffee. There you so, go. That's right. You know, you'll probably get that. But it's <laughs> just yeah, great. And, and we
1: really great. try to listen and try to figure right. out what they need and, and how we can how we can deliver that.
0: You know, you know, Mike. Uh, we got I got to have you back on a program because our time is flying by. Uh, I just want to talk about leadership real, real quick in the last couple of minutes. You have a very, very endearing style. It, it's, you know, it's non-confrontational. It's informative. How did you develop your leadership style? So I, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And I, I think,
1: you know, you, you are a collective of your community, of those who raised you, of those that you've experienced. So first and foremost, you know, to my mother and my grandparents. Uh, to my family members, my aunts and uncles, and, you know, siblings. And, you know, then through, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Catholic school kid. Uh, and the structure that that brought me and the empowerment in my faith that that gave me mm-hmm. really helped me understand and find my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, through coaches that I had, I, I played sports in high school and in college, you know, who really helped me understand it's how you get up, okay, not just that you felt. You know, you think about the lean method, it's fell fast. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's let's do that. And I was always one, for whatever reason, I was empowered. Mm-hmm. And I look to empower others. And, you know, through the support of my wife and my kids and, again, the great people that I have here at GNEC and the board members, it's allowed me to explore that further, you know, and, and I, I see that as part of my charge to, you know, intake and, and partake that and deliver that to others that are out there empowerment. Mm-hmm. Give them the choice. Give them the opportunity because there's nothing more powerful than the power of choice. Right.
0: Well, Mike, believe it or not, we are out of time. But we're going to have you back on the program because I really want to talk more about entrepreneurs and all the thoughts about around leadership with that. But I want to thank you for coming on the program. My pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Mike Wall, the Executive Director of the Greater Newark Enterprises Corporation. Uh, please do support their, their breakfast, which is going to be uh, June fourteenth, June fourteenth, and it's going to be held where and on the campus of NGIT. And you, for more information, you can find us on the website
1: www.gnecorp.org.
0: Fantastic. Thanks again, Mike. This is Darrell Gunter, your host of Leadership on WSOU eighty nine point five FM and streaming on the net at wsou.net, located on the beautiful campus of Seton Hall University. Remember, leadership begins with you. Have a great weekend.